The All 82 Podcast is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know Warriors ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best last-minute deals, with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the GameTime app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. The app is simple, quick, and easy to navigate. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download GameTime and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. The Warriors are coming home this week. they got the Thunder and Bulls. Draymond Green should be back. Kavon Looney might be back. Go get your tickets now if you want to see it. Hello and welcome back to another solo edition of the Warriors All-82 podcast in a hotel edition uh, because I was just evacuated from the uh, Salt Lake City Arena uh, where I might have actually had a guest, but uh, everyone had to evacuate because it was, um, I guess, a uh, suspicious package found somewhere on the premises of the arena post game. It was very weird. Um, so game ends, you know, normal post game stuff down in the tunnel, Boris Diaz down there, all these kind of arena workers and uh, employees of both teams are kind of lingering. And it usually uh, even a visiting team, even one like the Warriors that are at the end of a road trip and are flying back to the Bay Area, they won't clear the arena for maybe about an hour. Uh, you know, it gives chance, guys a chance to uh, maybe go see people they know from that town you know guy like eric pascal can go talk to donovan mitchell his childhood friend um steve kerr can go chat with boris dio who like i said was there um it's just like kind of like a a a more lazy time down there they get some post-game food they eat it the the warriors coaches are having beer uh media responsibilities are being taken care of where like tonight Omari Spellman had been shuffled through the, the kind of the group. Uh, Kai Bowman had talked post game because they both had some pretty good performances. Uh, the locker rooms open. I talked to Eric Pascal for a little bit, and as that's all happening, suddenly, uh, like people are kind of scattering through the tunnel. Steve, I'm talking to assistant coach Chris DeMarco just about some random stuff, and Steve Kerr with like a Modelo in his hand is like scattering by us, and he's like, "Chris, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here." Um, and I thought I was like, man, they're really like hustling to, to get home. Steve really wants to get back to the Bay Area after this road trip. I guess I don't blame him for that. But then I was like, man, everybody uh, is kind of getting out of here quick. And then I was kind of walking back to the meeting room like, what's going on? And I saw a couple other writers like I was like, oh, you guys leaving? Like I figured that, you know, usually you write in the um, in the uh, arena post game, and they're like, uh, yeah, we're being kicked out. Everyone's being evacuated. Uh, and it was wild. I had to quickly get my stuff, go to the loading dock, a bunch of players from both teams. Like I said, some employees were out there. The Warriors were being rushed onto the bus. Uh, we had to clear the arena. Everybody did. Um, it was kind of wild. Uh, I Again, it, it was obviously very precautionary. As At the moment I am talking, nothing uh, has happened. Um, but it was just still kind of a strange scene. But again, that is why I am now uh, in my hotel doing a solo podcast about what was a pretty interesting uh, Warriors game. It didn't seem like it was going to be earlier. They got blasted by 48 in Dallas the other night, um, and they came into tonight with not only are the Warriors just playing with eight players right now, but it's eight of their worst players. Uh, you know, I, I would consider Eric Pascal definitely now in kind of like the top half of their roster. But if you think about it, I mean, who would their closing lineup be if they were fully healthy? Probably Steph Curry, 
D'Angelo Russell, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney. All five of those guys are out. Jacob Evans is also out. Damian Lee, who's been a help, is out. Um, tonight was Draymond Green's second straight missed game. Uh, so really, I mean, like, what, five out of the top six of their players are out. Um, and they're going into Salt Lake City on the fourth game of a tiring four-game road trip that went from New Orleans to Memphis to Dallas to to Salt Lake. Um, And you kind of thought they might lay down. And early it looked like they might. You know, they go down 20. Donovan Mitchell's playing pretty well. Uh, The Jazz are energized. Their arena, which is always a good atmosphere, was going. Um, But impressive second half uh, from the young Warriors. All these guys kind of... Uh, either fighting for their careers or fighting for spots in the Warriors rotation next year, just just trying to kind of figure themselves out as NBA players. They outscored the Jazz by 14 in the fourth quarter. Uh, they cut it all the way to three in the final minute. Uh, they would have had a chance to tie late and could have if they just attempted a three, but instead Alec Burks went to the rim a couple times and missed. Uh, kind of strange decisions. End up losing. They are 3-13. and 13. Um, They have the worst record in the NBA. Uh, but... You know, you saw some some good stuff tonight, and and really on this road trip, Omari Spellman went four of four from three. You can just tell how much weight he's lost. Even you know, he came into media day telling us that in summer league he was three hundred fifteen pounds, and he was all the way down to about two seventy. Um, but you can tell even from the point where he told us he was two seventy, he has shed a pretty good amount of weight. He looks way more energized out there. He's flying around for offensive rebounds, and with the less weight and the higher energy, he's you know, the jumper looks smoother. He, you know, he's kind of bouncing into it a bit more. Uh, they've kind of uh, tweaked his form a bit. Him and Aaron Miles, who he works with, have kind of tweaked his jumper form. And um, it's suddenly going in. He was 3 of 15 total in the first 12 games. Like, he wasn't taking very many, and he wasn't hitting any of them. And then suddenly the last three games, he's hit nine threes in 15 attempts, which, like I said, included that 4 of 4 tonight. Uh, he had 18 points. Uh, he's more and more starting to look like an intriguing, like, um, you know, souped up most Bates kind of, you know, with, with, with more athleticism, a little bit higher energy than most Bates, but also the touch to go out to three and kind of stretch to the floor. So we'll see if that continues. But, you know, that's that's encouraging for a guy who the Warriors picked up his option for next year. So at this point, he's already locked into being on the roster. Obviously, that can change if you use him in a trade. Um but if if he can turn into a, do a, a backup big, a ninth man, a most Spates type, um, that's another good development for the Warriors who who are already getting that and more from Eric Pascal uh, in the first month plus of the season. Um, other you know kind of notes I guess from tonight. I wrote like a little bit of like a stock report, stock up, stock down on the website, and I mentioned Kai Bowman in it. Um, good again, you know he was pretty. He, he he was feisty the other night against Luka Doncic. Obviously, Doncic had a huge game, but you know he picked Doncic's pocket once. He was kind of going at him. He was trying to pick him up full court. Um, he's just he's an athlete. Uh, he kind of has a he has a really good defensive motor, and he seems to have pretty good defensive instincts. He gets around screens well. Uh, he puts pressure on opposing point guards. He seems to kind of take those matchups personal. He dunked on Donovan Mitchell late in transition, and I almost thought he was going to get a bad technical. He kind of uh, landed, stared down Donovan Mitchell a little bit. It would have been a bad time to get a T. He didn't get it, but um, it's just kind of that attitude um, that is earning him what I think will probably be a. a you know, a roster spot. He's a two-way guy right now. He's nearly halfway through the 45-day limit, um, and the Warriors will have to make a decision at some point on him. 
two-way contracts are pretty team-friendly where if uh, he hits that 45-day limit and they, they're not yet, quite yet ready to make any type of roster decision, either you know trade a veteran like Burks or, or cut Marquise Chris, who has a non-guarantee. Like If they don't want to make that decision yet, they could just stash Bowman in the G League until either they get to March and that 15th roster spot is able to be used. Uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, The pro-rated would fit under the hard cap um because Bowman can't sit down in the G League and then you know you could a team like let's say the Cavaliers couldn't say hey he looked really good like we'll sign him off the two-way no the Warriors have control of him um so they can kind of slowly make this decision but I think it's becoming pretty clear like Kai Bowman is a backup guard in the league he should have a full-time roster spot and you know he would fit uh kind of for the Warriors moving forward and I think they got to find a way to kind of get him on a cheap minimum rookie type deal um for the next few years uh beyond that like jordan Poole um got to the rim a few times tonight which which i liked he's had a couple like cross-court passes he made a really smart pass to glenn robinson for a three um so he did some stuff that i liked but again he's just he's really the lowest efficient lowest efficiency um rotation player in the nba right now he shouldn't be in a rotation we all know um the the tough situation he's been thrown into having to play 25-ish minutes a night because of uh just the depleted guard depth on the Warriors he should be sitting and watching Clay Thompson and, and getting some minutes in the G League but he's not uh he's out there he's getting shots up he's taking 181 of them this year and he's uh, made like 46 of them something like that he's shooting 27.1 percent and of any NBA players that have taken more than 50 shots this season that is the worst percentage and uh it's just it's not really getting better he's missing a lot of threes pretty pretty badly Uh, but again hey he got to the rim a little bit tonight we'll see um they're going home from here they're have two days off for the first time in a long time Draymond Green should be back Monday um and Kavon Looney who practiced with the G League team this past week full contact is going to the Warriors are going to take Saturday off and they're going to have a pretty hard I think pretty good practice in the Bay Area Sunday and that will include Kavon Looney you know full go and if he comes through that well he'll probably return on Monday and and while that actually infuses the Warriors with a couple pieces of of where they're kind of sturdiest a bit right now with, you know, like Collie Stein, who's not playing that great, but at least he's given them minutes. Marquise Chris had a couple of decent games on the road trip. I mentioned Spellman earlier. So that kind of crowds the front court a little bit. You're adding Draymond Green and Kavon Looney back into it. It just gives them more bodies. Um, and so they should have probably 10 bodies on Monday. Um, and just some of these young guys are getting a bit more confidence. And I think they're stepping into some winnable games. Thunder, uh, who are not a great team, they get them Monday at home at you know after a couple off days with some extra bodies like that's winnable. Then they play the Bulls later in the week. Chicago has been pretty bad early this season. They play them at home. Then they go on a five game road trip. But you're hitting cities that house pretty you know subpar teams. You're going to Atlanta. The Hawks are four and eleven right now. You're going to Charlotte. I mean the Hornets are six and ten and that's probably a better record than they actually are uh, you're going to chicago i already mentioned the bulls uh and how kind of bad they've been early this season uh orlando not that great miami that's the best team miami here the best team on a five-game road trip so um i think you know i'm not sure it's good for the warriors lottery odds uh long term but i could i could see them picking up a few wins in these next seven uh gaining a bit of momentum 
uh, if you want them to, to get that type of momentum. Um, mentioning the lottery odds of the Warriors, obviously now two games ahead in the chase for kind of prime lottery position. Um, and, you know, I, I mentioned in my post game, I heard that Bob Myers coming up is going to make a trip to Australia to scout LaMelo Ball, scout RJ Hampton. So um, the Warriors front office is kind of starting to um, make some maneuvers to to draft their first lottery pick since 2012, since they got Harrison Barnes. So um, that is the deal with that. And other than that, I I, uh, I think I'm done for this podcast. Another solo edition coming off the road trip. Going back home, I should have guests on because there'll be other athletic employees uh, at these upcoming home games. So I will talk to you from the Thunder game on Monday as this homestand starts.